Fuck. Okay. Hello and welcome to everybody's favorite orange cat. My name is Jackson Rudy. Um, I'm joined by Vincent Malika. Yes. Jesus Christ. And Emily Ugaritz. M-Y. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Um, the, this, <laughs> on this show, every week we look at our favorite and well played. Uh, stroke least favorite comics and pick them apart and talk about how much we love them slash hate them. Um, so this week we have some Heathcliff, we got some Garfield, and we got some Lockhorns. There's just, just an entire well, blank so page. different from every week. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, really mixing it up. Vincent likes me to talk about the comics that we have. Uh, what? <laughs> Wait, don't blame this on... Oh, I guess I did say that. Yeah. Okay. Blumhouse is everyone's favorite orange cat. Yeah, we legally <laughs> changed that. We had the... Yeah. Oh, we were bought out by Bloomhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Christ. Okay. Um, I found a little girl in a big room, and she said, I want your podcast. Uh, let's... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Special guest, Ami. <laughs> Vincent's roommate just came in and snuck away. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's not how I consider you. Yeah. Okay, our friend Ani. Yeah, there we go. Um, consider me. Uh, all right, Dear Emily. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's start with I'm some garfs. Um, all right, so I'll describe uh, this first one. Okay. Um, Garfield is in some sort of nightmare tableau. <laughs> um, it is a <laughs> it is a abstract impressionist version of Garfield. <laughs> Um, he is standing outside. He has a, uh, it appears to be some sort of blizzard. Um, uh, there's lots of lines nah. everywhere and snow and, well, what nah. appears to be maybe snow and he's going through time or something. Um, and Garfield's fur is almost completely black and, uh, only, uh, only stripes of orange can be seen. Uh, and his whole, what appears to be eyelashes and every other small whisker on his head is being pushed backwards, and he's holding his arms out in a Christ pose. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just terrifying. And in the next panel, <laughs> in the next panel, uh, the, uh, Garfield has migrated indoors from the terrifying hellscape, and John looks uh, concerned and bewildered at his appearance, uh, and Garfield says, never call March's bluff, while Garfield is completely windswept and mostly hairless. Um, <laughs> He's and, like the hairless raccoon from last week. Yeah, and uh, once again, he looks like uh, Crazy Squidward from that one episode yeah. of Spongebob. His eyes are all fucked up, and he yeah. has horrible pink circles underneath them. He has a strange yellow mist around his mouth, um, and his teeth are all hanging out. Uh, yeah, this is horrible. He looks like a gross porcupine. Ew. I just uh. zoomed in more. <laughs> There's so much fur coming off. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. In motion. Mm -hmm. um, this is from like a Sunday strip, so there's like more before it. Um, it's not as interesting, I think. Uh, mostly it's just like... Garfield standing unamused. It like starts snowing and then raining and then wind, and then he says, "Is that all you've got?" Whatever. I included it so I didn't have to describe it, and then ended up describing it. But yeah, the last two panels are what really stands out to <laughs> me shit. as being the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Wow. Jim Davis is really good at drawing disgusting <laughs> shit. 
No one needs to see bald Garfield. <laughs> yeah, no. No one ever needed to Ugh. see bald, bald Garfield. God. Let alone a now scarred John Arbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> who, who looks straight at his crotch. Every, every single Garfield. There's nothing there. <laughs> every single Garfield from here on out is just is just John with that expression on his face. Just, just uh, horribly scarred. Eventually in a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> in a bed. Jeez. Uh, Ooh. Not since the Lockhorns was done entirely in blue and black have I enjoyed the art in a, in a newspaper comic more. Uh, it's like, okay, so like there are blue lines going down uh, diagonally, mm-hmm. and then there are curvy lines in the background yeah. as the wind, and then there are small circles for the snow. This yeah. But the lines have like a blue highlight on them, so everything's dark. This is legitimately pretty great. Like I, yeah. like I kind of can't stop panel. looking at it. Yeah. No, yeah, the second panel can be <laughs> can be put back in hell where it crawled out of. Uh, wow, yeah. that's horrible. Did you guys ever? So there was a. Um, never mind. No, go ahead. This is bad. Never. I can't no, can even remember the reference I was trying to pull out of my head. There was a. Uh, there is a book. That is based on Beowulf, called um, I think it's called Grendel. No, uh, Grendel. Okay. Um, and good. there's a horrible monster on the front, and that's what Garfield looks like. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, I think love- Jim Davis is the literary type. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he's the literary type to read like presumably YA novels adapted from epic poetry. <laughs> oh no, he's like a. a uh, Michael Crichton thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of, like, John Grisham. Well, he came out of Michael Crichton because of his politics. <laughs> he was like, I didn't know he wrote fiction as well as, I think, yeah, not believing yeah. in global warming. I feel like that's, um... I was trying to decide which one to go, and then I, re- like, I went with Crichton because of his, you know, leaning. Yeah. I mean, his previous leanings, because he's dead. Yeah, he passed. Yeah. No, I'm sure he's a big John Grisham fan, too. I think yeah. he reads mostly in airports, in airplanes. Yeah, that's... You know what? Yeah. 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 Like, just killing time with his family. Yeah. Well, Should I we hated this. On? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love half of it, and I hate the other half. All right. So, moving on to the second Garfield. Um, this is a six-panel strip. This is a real... No, it's a... Is it a Sunday strip? Sunday strip. I okay. just took out the first... I took out the big... Yeah. thing where it tells you what Garfield is, <laughs> and then the first one where he's also just looking in a mirror. Yeah, so Garfield is walking by a mirror, and is kind of uh, doing a weird little, uh, doing a little vaudeville, <laughs> vaudeville routine, um, except his head is completely backwards on his, on his body, yeah, he's uh, like, and he's looking at himself in the mirror. Uh, in the next panel, <laughs> in the next panel, he appears to be attempting to poop. Uh, his butt is shaking yeah. like there's something about to come out of it. Yeah, um, and he's flexing his arms. And then in the next one, he's just flexing his arms and smiling um, as Odie comes in. Uh, and then the next panel, uh, Garfield <laughs> says to Odie, Come on, Odie, show me what you got. <laughs> uh, and Odie, who gets inflated by some sort of horrible roid monster, uh, is now extremely muscular has a six-pack, pecs, and huge biceps, is now mean mug in the mirror uh, as Garfield looks on in disbelief and uh, astonishment. And Garfield, with the same expression as Odie walks away, says, 
it's the quiet ones you have to watch out for. <laughs> okay, you know, in a Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed... God damn it. When Shaggy drinks the, uh, uh, one of the potions that makes him really buff. Yes. And then he says, like, I'm buff, man! <laughs> like that. Uh, that's what Odie looks like. <laughs> he looks like Scrappy in that movie. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Puppy um, power. Ah! Ah! <laughs> uh, hey, I dislike those. In that movie? Yes, I dislike those films so much. Hey, um, the second one's not bad. Mm-hmm. The first one's not good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, really, two ends of somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, has that spot always been that's, on? No, that's exactly what I noticed. Yeah. He looks diseased. Yeah, I was like, is there a hole in him? Yeah, I think Odie's always had a butt spot. Yeah. Um, It just wasn't really noticeable until he got extremely muscular. Apparently, when he looks straight on, he has the spot in the exact same spot on both of his legs. I don't like it. No, I don't like it at all. No, it truly looks diseased. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, No, it looks like he has one of those, you know, um, when cows get that, um, like... Uh, that hole put in their stomach um, uh, for research. Ew, ew. Uh, yeah, it looks like one of those. <laughs> like he's yeah. just gonna have jo- John's is gonna reach inside there and pull out a rubber <laughs> I band. Think he used to be part of a um, foosball table. <laughs> there was a pole going through there, and you could just spin him around. <laughs> that would explain <laughs> his es- muscles. But he escaped. Uh, oh. Good lord. <laughs> um, I like the caption. I like it's the quiet ones you have to watch out for. Yeah, that's a that's a real that's scary. That's a real meme like uh watch who you make fun of in middle school <laughs> sort of sort of sentiment. Oh, you just did it wrong. Yeah. Oh man. Um, and far too late. Yeah. Man. Uh, this is the end. this is like the uh, this is like in get fuzzy in the ones where Satchel would hurt Bucky. And then mm-hmm. the dynamic would shift. Mm-hmm. This is, I feel like we're going to see a descent for Garfield. I feel As, like Odie fucks with Garfield way more than Satchel so fucks with Bucky. Bucky. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's always like more innocent. Yeah, though. true. That's true. It's more well intentioned. Well, they're, they're both. Like, they're buddies deep down mm. because if we're counting the movie as canon. Garfield saves Odie's life. For a second, I thought you were talking about the Get Fuzzy movie. I was like, where the fuck is that? I need to see it. Where the fuzz is that? Hey-oh. Um, uh, in my mind. Is he, in my real, dreams. is he a real dog in that movie? Yes. yes. Okay. It's a real dog and then an, a CGI cat. Mm-hmm. That I don't care for that. Yeah. No. Well, the, I mean, Odie never speaks, so it kind of makes sense. CGI animated Odie would be so much grosser. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because they give Garfield, like... The same Garfield eyes, but like the rest of him's pretty much just like the biggest cat. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just think about a dog. I have but no with idea eyes. how they would. How like that's so gross. Who would? It's so gross. What they would have to do with Odie. <laughs> So you know because how they you got... have like a kind of realistic Garfield and then just this lump monster <laughs> with which... a huge tongue. It's so gross. Um, Sorry. You know how they got Alan Tudyk to do the voice of the chicken in Moana. Yeah. Who would they have do the voice of Odie in Frank Garfield? Walker. Oh yeah, <laughs> he would come straight in. Literally, who else would it be? The, <laughs> the role I was Frank born Walker. to play. <laughs> do you think he has a voice? I think it'd be Frank Walker, uh, the man of a million voices. Do you think he even? Do you think he has a normal voice? No, it's like uh, it's like Gilbert Gottfried at this point. It's just a part of him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking like Gerald McBoing Boing. <laughs> What the Wait, fuck is oh, that? Oh, I totally 
know what that is, and yes. Yeah. What is that? Oh, that's the short where, and I think eventually, this is where it's like a kid can only make no, like, like go boing, yeah, boing. gross. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it okay, thank you. Genu- oh, I hate Gerald McBoing. I thought this might be like a nostalgia thing, and I was about to start ripping on it, but like it's... No. Have, like, oh, a, yeah, I hate it's this. Just, it's terrible. This is yeah. the worst thing. You see a kid just making like Foley sound effects, or like yeah. car- cartoon sound effects. It's the grossest thing in the world. Yeah. And There's I a lot of Gerald McBoing Boing books, apparently. Well, yeah, and then they made a TV show about them. Yeah, including um, <laughs> with the nearsighted Mr. Magoo. Whoa! No. Mr. Magoo Boy. Yeah. Is throwback. that a gun? That appears to be a gun. Well, they were both rifle. they were both UPA, so I guess that makes sense. Um, Man, Mr. Magoo's about to crush that cat. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it looks like he was about to shoot that cat, hey. actually. What the fuck? Or step on it. Yeah, this is bad. Okay, let's uh, stop. Man, Mr. Magoo is, um... Who's, who's Dennis the Menace's menacer? Uh, oh, Mr. Uh, Wilson. Mr. Wilson. Yeah, he's yeah. boneless Mr. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Holy shit. They do look very similar, too. Yeah. But I think Mr. Wilson has a lot of hate in him, whereas Mr. Magoo is just kind of a, just kind of a bumble. Just kind of an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Walter Matthau was Mr. Wilson, right? Yes. Yes. Why wasn't he Mr. Magoo earlier? They could have just, like, shaved him. <laughs> yeah, just, like, a shaved Walter Matthau. <laughs> oh, what's grosser than a shaved raccoon and a shaved Walter Matthau? <laughs> Hold on. I'm He's just like, looking I only appear in this movie naked and I'm totally shaved. <laughs> there are no results for hairless Walter Matthau. Ew. Ew. But there's a bunch of... No. <laughs> hairless cats. There's a bunch of one cat. He's a cat-like person. Like, eh. a year and a half ago, my mom and I were at Woodman's, and there was an old man with person. darkly dyed hair who looked oh, just like yes. Walter Matthau buying some Manischewitz, and we were like, <laughs> this man is 100% Walter Matthau. That's amazing. He's still alive. And we were like, I was like, Mom, that's Walter Matthau. And, like, usually it's like, eh. she's like, that might be Walter Matthau. And I was like, he's long dead. She's like, I know, but look at him. Fake his death. Like, yes. Walter Matthau looks like if he opened his mouth, he would have the same voice as Droopy from the Warner Brothers cartoons. Yeah, I mean, he kind of does. <laughs> I'm so sad. He does have a droopy voice. Mm-hmm. He's just got he's got a droopy mouth. Yeah, he's a droopy man. Oh, God. Oh, I like Walter Matthau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So do I. Okay. Well, let's get him on next week. Moving on to, to I I made a fun little pun here. Heath, the Heathcliff Resort and Spa, but they didn't show up anyway. Um, That's so sad. <laughs> so, um, uh, does someone want to describe the first one, which is the I will boo-boo. if I can volunteer. Yeah, you can. Um, volunteer for Heathcliff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Checks out. So Heathcliff is at the vet, and we know this because it is a medical-looking blue room background, and there is a sign in the background that says vet. <laughs> like, it's a diploma, but it just I'm says vet. Um, and the... Uh, the vet? <laughs> I don't know. He's, uh, yeah, he's just standing there. He's in the room. And, um... He's standing in front or behind Heathcliff, who is on a scale. A human-sized scale. <laughs> yeah, a human-sized scale, made for humans. Um, but he has a bubblegum bubble, as he does mm. um, sometimes, and he is floating above the scale mm-hmm. so that he weighs less. And uh, he's smaller than Heathcliff usually is. In yeah. comparison to the vet, usually Heathcliff's like a, a hefty boy, and <laughs> he's just like a very small cat here. Um, and the vet 
is saying, no bubble gum, please. I, this is just more Peter Gallagher gum physics. Um, but also, uh, th- what the fuck is this vet's office? He's so tiny. This yeah. is just, sorry. Yeah, he is very small. Um, but like... That's why he's at the high with the vet. I don't he's think this guy is a vet because that does not look like a vet's office, guys. Um, I've never seen a vet's, uh, vet's office with plants and so many counters and like with salves on them. But also, like, that is a human scale, and that is just a diploma that says vet. Yeah. I think the nutmegs got tricked. Um, There's a lot of filing cabinets. Yeah. Usually you don't, like, do people keep files on other people's pets? Not in an examination no, room. yeah, I wouldn't think so, so I think it's just full of, like, yeah. some papers. Like loose pill bottles. Yeah. I was thinking. Yep. Just, he's, he's gonna just rummage around in there and yeah. pick one ah, up and yep. throw them It'll out. make it bigger. I think um, there's a lot of papers in there and none of them are on the up and up. <laughs> uh, God. Uh, I just shoved in. I just, and also, yeah, yeah. Those are papers to cover this vet's back in case, <laughs> <laughs> in case someone reports. Uh, yeah, the nutmegs would never do that. Mm-hmm. They're they're they are too passive about the the hell critter that they've raised. Yeah, they take their cat to a delegitimate vet. Yeah, um, or an illegitimate vet rather. Is Heathcliff just? He doesn't have organs. He's just he's yes. Just, he's just filled with gum, <laughs> and so he gets smaller when he blows gum bubbles oh because God. the insides of him are like whoa that's like disgusting to make him float that's part of his body yeah he's just so. pushing out his organs <laughs> yeah uh, it's cool he's evolved in that way yeah no he just he just blows up his tongue occasionally well, when you eat that much garbage like your insides just kind of liquefy and become what you eat so like he's eaten so much gum over the years out of the trash probably <laughs> that like He's just gum now. I was about to make a really mean joke, and I'm not going to make it. Well, that was a waste of everybody's time. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, I like to think he just goes to public libraries and looks under those tables. <laughs> just just goes to classrooms around the world, seeing what he can pick off. That would that would make sense. Okay, we've talked about this before. Heathcliff is an environmental hero. Yeah. He's really just like Captain Planet. But if Captain Planet were, like, a badass and, like, didn't care about kids and mm. was really cool. Yeah. Did, I, I feel like he's more of the, um, he's more of the kid to the Garbage Apes Captain Planet. Like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. like he is the agent of Garbage okay. Ape. Yes. Um, and that he is doing his bidding. Garbage Ape has a single protege and it's... It's Heathcliff. It's Heathcliff. Yeah, there was actually a um, there was a comic that I didn't put in this week, but it was uh, basically Garfield doing karate, uh, like at a car- at a garbage can, and the co- and the little caption was like he's a black belt in garbage, and yeah. so I think he's been training for a really long time, <laughs> like Batman with Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, he was in like the. The sewers with like Splinter and the Ninja yeah. Turtles, where it's like the garbage ape raised him as a cat, as a kitten. Yep. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. I mean, to go back a second, so do you think that what is garbage ape? Maybe the garbage ape is getting rid of that trash. Maybe like environmental <clears throat> hero Heathcliff, but potentially, like, so is he just throwing that trash into like a, I don't know, some kind of wormhole? I assume space. Uh, I think his belly button just opens up. Ew. <laughs> to like a pocket universe? Yeah. Like a trash tank? Like a trash verse? Yeah. Holy shit, Whoa. that's amazing. That explains the one where Heathcliff's crawling into him and comes back out with a fish. <laughs> 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 
I would love it if the Heathcliff took a surreal turn. There was just one of yeah, them just coming like, out. Just, uh, Heathcliff is just crawling around in some sort of flesh-colored... We don't know what takes place inside the garbage ape and what takes place outside the garbage That's ape. True. Or even what true. is inside or outside. Um, that, I mean, that would... Exp- like, the garbage ape is extremely powerful, so they have to limit his power by having him only come around at the full moon. <laughs> so okay. that would make sense. Yeah. Um, I like this. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think um, they should have made this the TV show, and it would have been far more popular oh. and still on today. Yeah. yeah, they'd be making movies. That, you know, kiss the Marvel Marvel Universe goodbye. It would be the eight verse. Yes. Yeah. Bill Murray would be voicing Heathcliff. Heathcliff Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. I would so much rather Peter Gallagher be Stanley instead of Stanley. Yeah. I think that. Well, That's I mean. Who I was Stan Lee is gonna die he's, and Peter Gallagher's gonna Yeah, like, he's super old, but I couldn't remember like it's it's Stan Lee. He's yeah. old. He's yeah. like ninety five. Stan so yeah, Stan it's I mean a ma- and he's also his money's getting sucked away, so yeah. that's a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in the cards. It's in the cards. Yeah. Peter Gallagher's gonna be in the next um in the next Iron Man. There's just yeah, they're gonna be like Stanley didn't have a cameo in this one, and he didn't. It's just Peter Gallagher having a cameo. Stanley's right there. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peter Gallagher had to change his name. Yeah. Um, anyway, so should we move on to the next Heathcliff? Yeah, yeah. so there's. I, I brought in two other Heathcliffs. These are more just thematically similar. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I mean, he's really drawing it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll oh, yeah. describe them. So we're in, um, we're in presumably the Nutmeg's house, and um, both of these are... Grandma Nutmeg and her plaid, her plaid, uh, plaid friend, talking about Heathcliff. Um, one of them, Heathcliff, is in the other room. The other one is uh, Heathcliff sleeping on the floor. But they're both in their um, kind of muted yellow house. And uh, in the first one, uh, Heathcliff is snoring extremely loudly because there's a giant red Z, and she says, "I can't hear you." Uh, and then the next one. Heathcliff is looking up at one of the bir- one of the many birds in the nutmeg household, and Grandma Heathcliff is saying, "He peeps when he's nervous," <laughs> and you can see this by the giant red peep uh, coming out. Um, and I just like these um, two comics put next to each other because they both came out like two within two days of each other. Now, Jackson, <laughs> why is there a blank white square? <laughs> Uh, in the bottom corner of the peep one? So, I received an advertisement um, <laughs> oh. that I that I wanted to include. I see, um, or I don't see. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Thank you very much. Uh, for the listeners, this advertisement <laughs> is John Cena. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah. Everyone see blockers. Just kidding. Uh... Blumhouse is blocking. <laughs> um, oh man, when they stop people from having sex, they just have these weird smiles on their faces. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I just enjoyed these thematically similar comics. I thought they looked I li- I thought they looked sort of interesting. Like Ooh, two of the most interesting looking Heathcliff. But I've seen one in a is a continuation time. of the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the same. Um, it's Scene. the same day. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I think it's one of, like, two of the best pieces of art that Peter Gallagher's done in a long time. <laughs> the bold claim. We don't talk. <laughs> we don't talk about the art of Heathcliff very often. I guess. That's... Except for how bad his, Ooh. how bad his versions of other characters are. Oh, I had something to share. I can save it. But okay. Heathcliff reminded me of what I found. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Um. 
I'm gonna say this. If we're just doing unsolicited things, recommendations, speaking of peeps, peep Oreos, 10 out of 10. Ugh. Like, I cannot really? recommend them highly enough. Like, it's the best Oreos in mm. Swedish Fish. Did you try... Wait, okay, peep Oreos, yes. not watermelon peeps. No, water, I did not touch those. Okay. <laughs> that I yeah, found I those ideas that I did too um, nauseating. What am I doing? I don't remember what I'm doing. Um, anywho. High recommendation. But yeah, thank you for sharing. The, I do like that they're part of the same world. Um, yeah. Okay. So, let's move on to some lacoons. Okay. Uh, Vincent, why don't you describe okay. some... So in this first one, in a continuation of, I think this is also a Sunday, in a continuation of seeing Leroy in positions I did not think I'd ever see Leroy, he is in full mime uniform <laughs> at a dinner party in which people are staring blankly at him, and Loretta's <laughs> leaning over to one of her younger friends saying, sometimes Leroy gets too into playing charades. What? <laughs> Leroy! <laughs> this is one of the most detailed Lockhorns I've I think, ever I think seen. it's a Sunday. Um, I know, but even then, like, the shading is really good, but the people that are around them also have way more detail than they normally yeah, are. Yeah. Um, they don't just look like mannequins. That's true. Uh, although they still have the extremely blank faces of people that are not feeling anything. Um, um, can you guys help me out? Whose shirt is Loretta wearing? That's another character's shirt. Like, I, like Stu Pickles? Is that what I'm thinking of? Um, Maybe. Oh, that does look like a Stu Pickles shirt. It also looks yeah. like the grandpa from the comic Pickles shirt. Uh, if you're familiar. Uh, shared universe. Pickle and, yeah. and drug rat. When Pickles go to Paris. Oh, never mind. He wears a blue shirt. Okay. No, but he wears a lot of sweaters with shirts underneath. That's not the rug song. Look at that. that was... He kind of looks like Ned Flanders. I mean, it's... Wait, Who? She look, that's kind of a Ned sweater, who? Loretta. Oh, the, I was like, who looks like a Ned Flanders? No, I mean nobody, but she yeah, kind of is wearing that a Ned Flanders. Like a Ned no, Flanders. that's it. That's what I was thinking. Was it Ned Flanders? Yes, it was okay. Ned Flanders. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, um, well, she, it, it really looks like he, she, uh, she's saying that she's like, uh, if, ask if anybody saw the new Woody Allen movie. I'm, you know, yeah, I'm actually not surprised that Leroy is a good clown because he probably just uh, exerts all of his hatred for his wife into his acting into his art yes yeah i love seeing him in just in general positions that you wouldn't normally see him in like this mm -hmm. I, it's like him getting a tattoo is another one of my favorites yeah anyway all right let's move on okay um so the next one is another sunday i presume because there's actually shading uh yeah, loretta is. is talking to her friend again um as leroy is sleeping on the blue couch um, he has his socks off and his, and his jacket off. He's sucking his thumb. And he's, yep, it, it, he, he appears thumb. to be sucking his thumb <laughs> and he is sleeping. Um, and Loretta is saying, I can't find his charger. Um, and again, this is Patty Hearst and Rob Reiner trying to get with the kids. Trying to be cool and up to date. I, that's one way to interpret it. I thought you said cool enough to date. And I was like, oh no, are they divorced? I would date Rob Reiner. Oh, you find them just out of bars. <laughs> you know, the Lockhorns. <laughs> I made that. Um, I this that's okay. One way to interpret it. <laughs> How did you interpret it? I think it's more of Leroy's <laughs> slow fading away. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Seeing him asleep never fails to disturb me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if he's a robot or what, but uh, I I find the phrase "I can't find his charger" to be very evocative. <laughs> um, I want to point out since we're talking about artistry this episode. Uh, how lazy this reveals whoever makes this to be. Like, if I made a comic... Patty Hearst and Rob Reiner. 
Well, yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, well, which whichever of the one of them made this <laughs> the particular one. If I made a comic, I would like make sure that it looked okay before publishing it. And like the the heel of one of Leroy's socks is the same color as the couch. Oh god. <laughs> which just means that they did the paint bucket tool wrong. Yep. Yeah. They, someone slipped with the paint bucket tool. That's yep. not well, on purpose, clearly. And the woman yeah. she's talking to doesn't have shoes, so her <laughs> pants just continue down. Her yellow, green, gross-looking, There are characters that are grown like that. Go down to her... So she's just wearing tights as pants, which yeah. the only person I've ever known who's done that is a five-year-old. Yeah, it's an impressive move. It's bold. There's yeah, a, she's very very much intimidating, Loretta. There's a god I can't remember. There's a cartoon, there's a very famous cartoon that draws their characters like that, and I always hated it. Do so, they um, do, are they little lads who love berries and cream? No. Because <laughs> that's the only person who's worn tights as pants in the past They're five that person two hundred years. That lad was five? <laughs> oh, that's right. He was so small. <laughs> Yes. Well, oh, gosh. I don't know. little, I guess I should say. <laughs> I just understand this to be more horrible Leroy yeah. descent into nothingness. Okay. The last one I was going to do, I can say, because it, can inc- it, it speaks to <laughs> one of my all... Okay, this is a high and lowest from, a, I want to say, a, one or two years ago. Oh, are we ago. not going to talk about this? Yeah. You yeah. should have done... What? Are we this not going to talk about this lock one? Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, this lock is pretty good, and it... it it, to me, it makes homage to this unironically one of my absolute favorite daily comics. Okay. Um, do you want to read these, Emily? Yeah. Should I go in order? Low yeah. Lesson? Okay. So, <laughs> we're getting a low angle shot of the <laughs> outside so of the Lockhorn's house. Um, they have their bushes. They have their mini tree um, that go right up to the edge of the house. There's a man standing outside the door looking in... Um, Leroy has the door open, and he's looking out, and he's talking to the man. The man... The man's chin is going straight into his mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, as you're if, right. As if he has no lower jaw, or, like, there's something wrong with his lower jaw, or upper jaw, or something. He looks like Eustace from Courage yes. the Cowardly Dog. Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> he looks like Eustace from Courage the Cowardly Dog. His young, chin is all fucked up. Young Eustace. Yeah. Um, and he has a golf bag with golf clubs and, like, a hat on. And, uh, Leroy is saying, Sorry, Herb, no golf today. I'm on full lockdown. Meanwhile, in the window, a tiny two-dimensional Loretta is looking smugly out at Herb. But, like... She has the largest <laughs> smile I've ever seen her Her arms have. are folded. Her eyes are half-closed. <laughs> and she is smiling. She's extremely content. Okay, it's, I w- Yeah. It's amazing. Let's maybe... Okay, let's break this down for a second. Then we can like, go on to the next one. It looks like Leroy... Yeah, cut out a picture of Loretta and taped it to the window is what the it's, perspective is. <laughs> oh my god. Like Home Alone? It, yeah. It, it, looks like okay. a, it looks like a cardboard cutout. It's very yeah. Wait, but let's, let's, okay. I changed yeah, yeah. let's talk about that before we, this. I feel like it's better if we just cover this and we can move on to High and Lois. Okay. I, 
Do you think he just doesn't want to go out golfing with Herb for some Because he's sick. <laughs> he's, he's, sick. Like, he's sick, but he doesn't want to, like, he's at the stage where he doesn't want anyone to know that he's sick or, like, yeah. how sick he is. And so <laughs> he's just taped a smug Loretta to the window, so whenever anyone comes by, he has an excuse for not leaving. Loretta, yeah, Loretta just passes by and is like, oh, Leroy. <laughs> I think I think Loretta is so smug because she's finally getting that D. He's oh. on lockdown. He can't Jesus leave. Christ. Sorry. This podcast has never taken a turn before. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, well, I guess those are two <laughs> two ends of the spectrum. Uh, um, what was I going to say? Or she just, just hates him so much that like she's just keeping him inside. train straight into Lovehorn territory. <laughs> the Lovehorns. Yep. Um, what was I going to say? I do like the idea of him being too sick to go golfing. We just get there and like he can't lift up the thing. It's like... Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, it would be his towel, just being in the sun too long. <laughs> it's like, I get too tired. <laughs> That's really depressing. Okay, do you want to... This re- Okay, this reminded you me of my favorite... It. What? You describe it. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, this reminds me of one of my favorite High and Lois's, where Lo- High is coming home with his friend, um, I, and High is saying, it's nice to come home to hugs and kisses, and he waves at his house. Ha- it's all <laughs> one long panel, and he waves at his house, with the two kids smiling and little hearts above him, and then High's friend goes... Can I come to your home? And then he looks back at his house, which is, they've passed. And inside the door, you can see his wife staring at him with the saddest look on her face. I just think these are both very evocative uses of characters in Windows, who you would not expect to be in Windows. And I just, it's so heartbreaking how sad she is looking at the husband who's just passed their house. I think it's very beautiful. I don't know. Anyway, I found this to be powerful. Oh, did you capture her below? Yeah. It's really sad. All right. Okay, I have one more thing. Cool. This is... I'm excited. Yeah, it's a real doozy. Okay. I'm going to put the Facebook... It's a Facebook event. I'm going to put it in the... Put it in the Google Doc right now. Are we going to the Bean? Yep. The Rick and Morty it up. Okay. That's my favorite comic. Did you... Everybody's favorite Rick and Morty. Oh. Uh, what? What? Um, what? Wait, this sorry, is what? This is the Facebook event for the Lockhorns, Together at Last, August 24th, 2016. You've seen them in the funny pages over the past 40 years. You've read their testy lines and wondered if this feisty cover will ever get along. Maybe not... But, but, sorry, but, okay, maybe not, but Loretta is determined to drag or convince Leroy to renew their wedding vows, but mayhem ensues. You knew it would when their marriage counselor gets involved. What is this the description of? That's right, a community theater production of a live play. So much a great idea! <laughs> yes, but if you go down, oh, they took oh my the, the oh. Rockhorn's aesthetic and translated it to real life oh with full prosthetics and costumes. Oh. This is one of my favorite things I have ever oh found my God. on the internet. It looks like someone dies. This is oh, it no, looks they, like a murder mystery. It's a murder mystery about their therapist. Are you kidding me? No, okay. Oh my god. Hold look on. At this. I'm gonna do an edit point and this is incredible. We have to watch the trailer for it. There's a trailer yes. for it? Yeah, okay. Hold up. I'm gonna pause the thing so we can then we can talk about it. Holy Which is uh it's in Nashville. Okay, so we just watched this trailer, and we now know from the plot that... Uh-oh. <laughs> no! What are you playing? 
Okay. Oh my god. So, the Leroy Lockhorns and the Loretta Lockhorns have killed their, presumably killed their therapist. Yes. And I don't know if other comic characters are characters, which is kind of what the trailer suggested. But, uh, yeah. It's Man. pretty strange stuff. If I could turn back time. <laughs> oh, go to Nashville? If I yeah. could turn back time. Okay. I'd go to the Lockhorns together at last. I would go to the Lockhorns. And see Dagwood and Blondie. Oh, they live... Jackson! What? Ah. And see Dagwood and Blondie! <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, the, the therapist. Yeah, it's the uh, therapist. Is, is they a, got the beard so right. Yeah, they did, well, and they got the hair so right too. That's what I think is amazing about this is they have a very accurate translation of what the Lockhorns look like oh, by yeah. and large. Her hair's a little bit red. There's f- her hair is a little bit red, which is good. However, there's far more diversity in the show than there <laughs> oh. is in the comic. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, it's a small cast. It is a very small cast. There's there's people playing multiple. A lot of drinking seems cards. to be involved. Yep. And a lot of prison time. Uh-oh. There's comics and Lockhorns. So long. Man, this set is this. really sad. I love this yeah, so Yeah, it's much. amazing. I would have genuinely have really wanted Holy to go. Holy shit. Yeah. This, it happened about two years ago, though. Yeah, so. well. What are you going to do? Man, this is just incredible. Martha Bolton wrote it. It's based on the long-running Lockhorn strip by... Uh, Don't use a real name. Patty Harrison, Rob Ryan. There we go. Um, yeah, wow. I was trying to think of like a. Here's what I would do with this, and I couldn't think of a way to perfect it because it's kind of just what we thought up, but like more original. It's a it's a clearly thought out concept. Apparently, I'm very I'm very genuinely impressed. It's so good. Yeah. So this is incredible. Um. <laughs> On August first, in this, uh, uh, in this, <laughs> um, in this uh, event, the Lockhorns together at last posts a little, um, a little bio of Patty Hearst, uh, the other Patty Hearst that writes this comic, and it's very interesting. Patty Hearst was born and raised in New York City and graduated with a degree in English and master's degree in education. Active in little theater, Bunny composed three original scores for musical comedies and sang dance and created music in South Pacific, Plain and Fancy, uh, and fa- Plain and Fancy, sorry, Guys and Dolls and numerous other productions. She married uh, Rob Reiner, creator of the Lockruns in 1973, and her creative syner- energies then shifted to cartoons. Patty co-created Bumper Snickers in 1974, Agatha Crumb in 1977, Laugh Parade in 1980, and Honey... Patty's Short Tales in 1992. Uh, in in 2000, she received an honorary doctorate. Wow. Uh, after the devastating loss of her husband, Bill. Okay. She conti- uh, but she uh, she still writes it, um, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, th- I think it's interesting that um, this... It seems like this comic was... Or this, this production was meant to be because... They, uh, they like just they did the shit for real, and uh, like the person that made it was also in theater. Yeah, so it's really great. It's pretty beautiful, I think. Yeah. On that note, I think we're gonna have to wrap up. Yeah, we gotta go. Yep. 
But thank you all for listening. Uh, my name is Jackson Rudy. I was joined by Vincent Malika. Yes. And Emily Ugritz. No. Thank you all for listening. Oh, goodbye. No, I clicked the wrong button. Every, every week I clicked the wrong button. <laughs>